0: Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a monster Monday presented by DraftKings. So much to get into. It's actually crazy how many things have already been clinched. Lots to discuss here. Already recorded the college draft podcast with Emory Hunt to get you ready for the FCS championship game. I'll be calling it, of course, the FBS championship game. If I didn't already say it, we are presented, of course, by DraftKings. Love those dudes. Happy New Year, everybody. Love all of you, especially those of you that go the extra mile to get some of these awesome press passes that none of your family members, none of your buddies, nobody else has but you if you step up and try to win one of them. Like, be the Spread the Word winner. At Ross Tucker NFL, at Ross Tucker Pod. We're looking for a few good quote tweeters replies very easy to do then you've got the sponsor confirmation email winner so many awesome sponsors raycon earbuds express vpn the virtual private network how about ladder to make sure that your family's covered with life insurance a lot of good ones this week that you should strongly consider and of course i love the youtube shout out youtube.com slash ross tucker nfl Just subscribe, go ahead, and give us the thumbs up. Make any comment. If I notice somebody new making a comment, you get a great chance to get a cameo-style shout-out for whoever you want to have it. It's Big Show time. The Big Show.
1: Week 17, Ross, in the books. A lot happened yesterday. A lot of teams clinched, a lot of teams eliminated, and you got Antonio Brown.
0: Correct. Uh, Let me start with a couple of the more or less non-football things, Bri. Uh, First of all, Dan Reeves passed away at the age of 77. When I first got into the media, I did a few shows with Dan Reeves on Sirius XM radio. Just a wonderful man. Just a gem of a guy. Uh, Very, very uh, respectful, kind, knowledgeable, Limited interactions with him, but I do remember doing a couple shows with him very early in my time in the media, and I enjoyed it. I enjoyed talking talking football with him, and he just had a really nice way about him. As for Antonio Brown, and I tweeted this yesterday, at Ross Tucker NFL, everybody was just making fun of him and calling drama and all that stuff. I didn't feel that way at all. I, I mean, I said this maybe three years ago, definitely over two years ago. He passed the prima donna or diva stage a long time ago in my mind. His behavior has been so illogical, so erratic that I've thought for a long time now that he has some significant mental health issues. I don't know if he's gotten help. I don't know if people have tried to get him help, but man, you go through the laundry list of things he's done over the last couple of years. To me, he comes across as a guy who's crying for help. I just hope somehow, some way, somebody can get it for him. In terms of the football stuff, the early game drama was absolutely incredible. I mean, the one o'clock games, I think I might have taking a screenshot just to write down everything that happened yesterday at the end of the one o'clock games. Like literally somebody wrote this on Twitter. I don't want to forget everything. Okay. Here's what we had. You had Antonio Brown leaving. You had Tom Brady with the game winning touchdown drive that the Bucks needed to have against the Jets throwing the ball to some guy I've never heard of for the game-winning touchdown. You had Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase going crazy in general, and then the end of the game wildness of the Bengals and the Chiefs. The Bengals on the one-yard line, they can't score. Fourth down penalty, other down penalty. Gives them the automatic first down. I mean, just absolutely wild. What happened at the end of that Bengals Chiefs game, which gave the Bengals the AFC North. It put the Titans in first place in the AFC, the number one seed. You had the game-winning field goal for the Raiders after that crazy scramble and throw and catch from Derek Carr to Renfro. It looked like Renfro got up and scored a touchdown. They said he was down. Didn't matter. Raiders won. I'll be calling their game Sunday night against the Chargers. Win and you're in. The Rams, you know, Stafford throws that ball on fourth down to get the conversion. Then next play, Odell Beckham Jr. scores the game-winning touchdown. Meanwhile, while all of this is going on, the Eagles get the game-sealing interception. I mean, to 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 clinch a playoff—well, not clinch a playoff berth, but to give them a chance to clinch a playoff berth against the Washington Football Team with Rodney McLeod. It was just an absolutely wild series of events that took place uh, at the end of the one o'clock game. I think probably the best of the year. I mean, it was really, really awesome. Um, and then I guess the other takeaway now I would have, Bry, is just that it doesn't feel like there's a lot still up for grabs. You know? I mean, there's what? One playoff berth in each side? I mean, I guess two in the AFC, but... The Colts aren't going to lose to the Jags. So the Colts are going to the playoffs. I think we know that. Um, I guess the Titans could lose to the Texans again, but I I tend to highly doubt that that would be the case. And so then you look at the NFC. The Niners-Rams game is probably the most interesting one because the Rams trying to clinch the division, the Niners trying to clinch a playoff berth, the Saints are still it just feels like I thought there'd be more stuff up for grabs than there is at this point. Um, but whatever, it's still gonna be fun. You know, what else is fun. You know what I should say is not fun? Waiting in line for things, having to wait days for things. That's why I've teamed up with AutoZone. If you need something right now for your car and you want to get it ASAP. You can order online and pick it up fast with their free same-day store pickup. Waiting in line for 20 minutes, that's not for me. Now, look, AutoZone isn't saying this. I'll say this. I think lines are for losers. not a big fan of lines. If you're more of a tomorrow person or it's a job that can wait, you can get what you need on AutoZone.com with free next-day delivery. Like if it's late and you realize you forgot something at the store you needed or you need something, up to 10 o'clock you can order and your package will arrive the next day right on time. It's unbelievable. Plus, they've got over 6,000 stores nationwide if you want to go there and get help in store. Next time you're starting a job, start it by shopping your way at AutoZone.com with their free same-day pickup and free next-day delivery. Get in the zone. Auto zone. Huh? Tux takes. As
1: we get into each of these games individually, let's start with the Eagles and Washington football team. Eagles defeat Washington 20 to 16. That's Philly's fourth straight game. Fourth straight win. me. So,
0: yeah. So Washington was without some guys because of the COVID list that happened late in the week that you know, really affected them. They were one of the teams. I think the Broncos were pretty significantly affected as well. But Eric Flowers, their left guard, Antonio Gibson, their running back. Then they didn't have Montez Sweat out as well for very unfortunate personal reasons. And the Eagles, once again, got off to a slow start. Kudos to Washington. I mean, they came out firing on all cylinders Heineke was playing well. Heineke had three incompletions in the first half. It was the one in the end zone where Ricky Seals-Jones, their tight end, ran into the camera operator, and it wasn't good for either one of them. There's got to be a better way for the camera operators on the sidelines. It's one thing to be on the sideline. It's another thing to not be able to have your eye on the action that's taking place right near you. That's the problem. I've been on the sideline. You gotta have your head on a swivel, dude. Like, I don't take it. I back up. I don't take any chances with things like that. Um, and then, so that's number one. Uh, but Washington, you know, oh, and then he had his other two incompletions were throwing the ball away and spiking it. So Heineke almost had a flawless first half as the Eagles just could not get him under duress. Offensively, the Eagles kind of moved the ball. But they would stall out on fourth down or whatever. Um, Ultimately, though, the Eagles took over in the second half. uh, Very impressed by their defense. A couple of fourth-round picks from 2018. Avante Maddox, Josh Sweat stepped up, played really well. Rodney McLeod sealed it with that uh, interception at the end of the game. And they started to run the ball really well again. Boston Scott, huge game, two touchdowns. On fourth down, which just shows being aggressive and continuing to do that, it paid off. They 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 didn't convert a fourth down earlier, but then they started to convert them later. takes, huh? takes.
1: OBJ gets the go ahead touchdown for the Rams in their twenty to nineteen win over Baltimore.
0: Well, Stafford had the pick six again to Chuck Clark, who had two interceptions. Early in the game for Stafford. One of three giveaways by Stafford. And I know everybody was ready to write the narrative that this guy doesn't get it done in big moments. This guy doesn't get it done in big games. But then he was perfect in the second half. Absolutely perfect. Including back-to-back throws to Odell Beckham Jr. on fourth down and the touchdown. The Rams were all over Tyler Huntley. I mean, Aaron Donald, another big day. Von Miller essentially got that clinching sack late. Ravens settled for too many field goals. They, they had their chances to put this game away early. They weren't able to do it, and the Rams took it from them. Ducks huh? takes.
1: Tom Brady led the Bucs on a 93-yard touchdown-winning drive in the final minute of their game against the Jets to beat the Jets
0: 28-24. So uh, the Bucs came back from down 14 points. Braxton Berrios had a big day for the Jets as I thought Zach Wilson played better other than that weird failed quarterback sneak where I guess Robert Sala says that's not what they were supposed to do. I don't know what that was. Um, Antonio Brown left early. We talked about that, his issues. Brady came up big late as it seems like he so often does. Down two touchdowns. Would have been another signature win for the Jets. We've had a couple of them. Brady gets it done. A terrific touchdown pass to Cyril Grayson. I mean, he was really – Brady was awesome that whole fourth quarter, but especially that last throw. Ducks <clears> takes.
1: <throat> the Titans clinched the AFC South, and the Dolphins are out after Tennessee beats Miami
0: 34-3. Pretty incredible to win seven games in a row – and yet still be out before the last game of the season. Deontay Foreman had a big day, as somehow the Titans have gone 5-3 and three without Derrick Henry. It's extremely impressive. I believe Mike Vrabel deserves Coach of the Year in the NFL. Though it was the worst game Tua has played in a while, with the missed passes, uh, the ball slipping out of his hand, You know the fumble, the... Bad the missed snap. It just, it was uh, not a game that will be good for Tua to want to secure that job because it kind of feels like this was the first good team they played in a while, and Tua and the Dolphins were just not up to the challenge in any way, shape, or form. I was surprised that the game got away from them the way that it did. takes...
1: Patriots are in the playoffs following a 50 to 10 beatdown of the Jags. Belichick becomes only the second head coach 20 seasons with at least 10 wins. You know the other?
0: Second head coach 20 seasons with at least 10 wins. Yeah. Um don't tell me. Tom Landry. Don Shula. I should have known that. Um, Interesting. Um, Yeah, so I thought Mac Jones, by the way, good trivia, bro. I thought Mac Jones played his best game in a few weeks. Very solid. One of the reasons was this Christian Wilkerson, who's already pretty clearly way better than Nikhil Harry. It took the Patriots a long time to admit their mistake and to bench Nikhil Harry, who was a healthy scratch, and Wilkerson came out and just played much better. Patriots should have done that a long time ago. Uh, As for the Jags, man, I thought perhaps getting rid of Urban Meyer, those guys would rally around it and play better. That is not what happened. Ducks takes
1: Daniel Carlson drilled a 33-yard field goal for the Raiders to beat the Colts 23-20.
0: Third straight clutch win for the Las Vegas Raiders. I am so impressed and on some level proud of those guys when it looked like it was all going to be done for them. They just kept battling. Good leadership with Derek Carr, Versacea, you know now they get at least a winning season, which I think is impressive, and obviously they'll play Sunday night for a chance to go ahead and um, make the playoffs, which is incredible. Carr was clutch again. Derek Carr should be should get some discussion for MVP this year to do what he's done, especially without Waller. he was clutch again, late play, he avoids the sack. Gets the ball to Renfro. We talked about it earlier. I thought Renfro scored a touchdown. They said he was down, which ultimately, you know, the the Raiders were then able to just run the rest of the clock off. He also hit Renfro for a touchdown on fourth down in the prior drive. Carr is clutch. Carr is good. People need to start putting some respect on Derek Carr's name. Really slow start for the Colts. I don't know how much of that was Wentz not practicing at all the whole week and not being able to be with the team until game day. Uh, but they only had 262 total yards. They didn't run it very well. Kudos to the defense for the raiders. And really a lot of that points and yards was a crazy lucky touchdown from Wentz to T Y Hilton where two Raiders collided crazy lucky. I mean, the Colts were really fortunate to even be in that situation.
1: Bengals locked up the AFC North after knocking off the Chiefs 34-31.
0: Right. So there's a lot to discuss about this Bengals-Chiefs game. But we got to start with Jamar Chase. Are you kidding me? Not just the statistics that he racked up, but some of the plays he made, how they looked visually, like that sideline catch. Or his first touchdown, where he catches the slant, goes backwards, makes the dude miss, and then accelerates. I mean, I probably could have said that Joe Burrow was our in-the-zone, presented by AutoZone Player of the Week again this week, because Burrow's statistics were ridiculous. I can't do it. Not when a rookie receiver like Jamar Chase sets the all-time record for rookie receiving yards in a game. 11 catches, 266 yards, three touchdowns. Keep in mind, the, the Bengals were behind all game. They were behind like two scores at least the whole game. They needed every single one of those plays that Jamar Chase made. Just incredible. And there were other good performances this week, but nobody else in my mind that's more deserving of the In the Zone presented by AutoZone game of the week, performance of the week. Jamar Chase, congratulations. We will put that on social media, at Ross Tucker Pod, because you deserve it. Extremely impressed. But really, how about just the whole Bengals team? I mean, to battle back after that game, the way it went, you know, the way they were behind the whole game, I, man, I was, this is why you don't tweet during the game, Brian. I was tempted to say multiple times, the Chiefs are putting the Bengals in their place. The Chiefs are showing the Bengals who's still boss. The Chiefs, nope, didn't do it. Showed some faith in Joey Burrow and the Bengals, and they came all the way back with that performance. One thing to keep an eye on, Burrow, they're saying he twisted his knee late. He did something to it, man. Uh, he, He did something to it. And so... I, I don't think Burrow, my guess is Burrow won't even play this week as the Bengals will want to let that knee rest, whatever it is that he did. Wild series of events late with the Bengals unable to get in on first down, second down, third down at the goal line. <clears throat> I kind of thought at one point the Chiefs might let him score, but they didn't. And they almost, you know, with the Bengals throwing it twice on fourth down. It almost paid off for the Chiefs to not let him score. Six plays the goal line late, lots of penalty. I mean, the illegal hands to face, that was a little ticky-tack to me. Andy Reid not happy after the game with the officiating. Can't say I totally blame him. Uh, Lucas Niang had the injury after Orlando Brown got the calf strain during the game. That was tough for the Chiefs, but they still scored 31 points. It was the defense. That let down the Chiefs in this one. Ducks.
1: Chicago Bears beat the Giants twenty-nine to three. New York dropped its fifth straight, and at this point, who cares?
0: Right. Well, Joe Judge cares, but how can you watch that game and think that Joe Judge should be back as the Giants head coach? I mean, you just can't. That game was an embarrassment. The Bears dominated four turnovers, four sacks, safety. They allowed just 151 yards. 151 yards. Giants offense was pathetic. Mike Glennon finished four of 11, 24 yards. He fumbled four times. He threw two picks. Saquon Barkley actually went over 100 yards, which is crazy. Uh, But David Montgomery, Darnell Mooney, I do think those guys are probably part of the solution for the Bears moving forward. But I don't know how you bring back Joe Judge. I really don't. I mean, I don't know the guy, but that seems tough.
1: Bills clinched a playoff berth by beating the Falcons 29-15. And with that loss, the Falcons are eliminated from postseason play.
0: Josh Allen was really up and down in this game. He had... Two rushing touchdowns early to get the Bills the lead, but then three interceptions. They were not good. Um, the other positive, I guess, for the Bills is that Devin Singletary actually ran it pretty well, so that's a, a positive. For the Falcons, though, they were about to be one score down, and Matt Ryan scores a touchdown. He thought gets a taunting penalty. They realize he was actually down short of the line uh, of the goal line. So the taunting penalty takes them all the way back and really ruined any chance they had to actually get back in the game. Um, obviously losing Kyle Pitts, who was making plays, one over 1,000 yards, was tough for the Falcons as well.
1: Trey Lance kept the 49ers' playoff hopes alive with a 23-7 win over Houston yesterday.
0: Yeah, the one thing I noticed about Trey Lance, he kind of needs to protect himself a little bit more. I mean, he took some shots early in that game that were not really smart. I thought the Texans kind of got a raw deal. Uh, there was an interception by the Niners, and uh, uh, they ripped the ball out, did the Texans. Of, I can't remember if it was Fred Warner or somebody else, but I thought it was clearly a fumble by the Niners player. It wasn't Fred Warner. Clearly a fumble. They said his forward progress had been stopped. I don't agree at all. And everything went downhill for the Texans after that. They might have still even had to lead at that point because of – they did, I think, had to lead at that point because of the Brandon Cooks touchdown, who's like the lone bright spot for the Texans. But then after that interception and fumble, uh, Trey Lance was a touchdown pass to Elijah Mitchell – Then they scheme up a great play for Debo Samuel for a touchdown and Niners win.
1: Andre Roberts had a 101 yard kickoff return touchdown. It sealed the win for the chargers 34, 13 over the Broncos who were eliminated.
0: Right? Broncos were missing a ton of guys, uh, to COVID guys like Jerry, Judy, Bradley Chubb felt like that, uh, was a big factor. For them um herbert bounced back played very well had the bomb to mike williams uh they needed him to play that way you mentioned the andre roberts kick return touchdown you know drew Locke is like one of those guys that plays pretty decently but then you look and his team doesn't score any points like his stats look okay and then you're like wait a minute they, they didn't really score any points like that's kind of important Ducks takes.
1: The New Orleans Saints defense dominated the Panthers, sacking Sam Darnold seven times. Kim Jordan had three and a half sacks. Final, 18-10 to 10 New Orleans.
0: You were there, right, Brian?
1: I was there, and I know you're going to ask me about the food,
0: right? Yes, I am.
1: Okay. Start off with a Caesar salad, and they had penne pasta with marinara and meatballs, and then another dish of uh, shrimp uh, penne pasta well, shrimp pasta with uh, Alfredo sauce uh, uh, and garlic toast. That was,
0: that was it. It's pretty good, though. <laughs> you, my friend, are not a great liar. You have a tough time. That was a good effort, though, Brian. That Thank was you. good.
1: Thank you. But oh. I got to tell you, the uh, the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl, where I worked last week, they had Chick-fil-A at halftime, obviously. They had uh what was it? Honey garlic uh pork chops, which were absolutely <laughs> phenomenal. So kudos to the Chick-fil-A folks.
0: Ooh. That sounds lovely. Love it. Brian. And an ice cream uh,
1: Sunday station at uh Mercedes-Benz Stadium.
0: Yeah, they always have that. Well, I didn't go to any games. If you checked out my social media at Ross Tucker NFL, I ate real good this weekend. Uh, Too good. My brother-in-law's smoking some brisket and pork butt. My wife made a ham. I mean, uh, it was glorious. Uh, And I should have two press box spreads next weekend, the FCS championship and the Sunday night game. You mentioned it. Cam Jordan had an incredible game with three and a half sacks. Panthers scored 10 early, uh, and then not again. Taysom Hill was fine, but just kind of fine. The, the Saints, they still have playoff hopes, uh, which are actually pretty realistic. They just got to beat the Falcons and have the Niners lose to the Rams. Saints could still make the playoffs. Ducks.
1: In a game that really meant absolutely nothing, the Seahawks beat the Lions 51-29.
0: Correct. Rashad Penny is a stud. I mean, you want to talk about timing it upright. Feels like the guy's barely played until now he gets into his last year before free agency, and he's running like a stud. No golf for the Lions, obviously, killed them. Although they still scored 29 points. Love Amon Ross St. Brown as both a wide receiver and a running back. Seattle scored on nine straight drives. As everybody got a turn. Everybody got turned to score. D.K. Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, Rashad Penny, blah, 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 blah.
1: Cardinals improved to 11-5 after beating the Cowboys in Arlington 25-22. Both teams already in the playoffs.
0: Right. Uh, Arizona, this keeps their hope alive to perhaps win the division. They're keeping the pressure on the L.A. Rams Biggest loss of the day for the Cowboys was not the game itself. It was Michael Gallup to the torn ACL. Uh, Another guy, by the way, hitting free agency. That is brutal. Made a terrific catch, by the way, getting the touchdown when it happened. Kyler Murray was incredible with his feet throughout the game. Um, You know, especially late. You know, I think he ran for two first downs, run out the clock. They ran the option a couple times. They got their big plays from Antoine Wesley, which they really need. They, they need a guy to step up in, in place of DeAndre Hopkins. That's exactly what Antoine Wesley is doing. Dak was still off as the Cowboys offense, still out of sync. Chandler Jones had something to do with that, by the way. He was in the backfield all game. takes.
1: And finally, on Sunday Night Football, the Green Bay Packers wrapped up the top seed in the NFC after knocking off the Vikings 37-10. And with that loss, Vikings officially eliminated.
0: Right. I mean, Cousins went on the COVID list, as everybody knows. So Mannion started. You kind of knew they were done at that point. Took a while for Green Bay to score a touchdown, even though they were controlling the action. Finally got there with Alan Lazard. Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers are like clockwork at this point. Vikings couldn't get anything going. Sounds like they might be making a coaching change. And that's what the next couple weeks will be about as well. It'll be about changes for certain teams. And it'll be about, you know, the playoffs. It'll be very, very fun. Shout-outs, as always, to Pizza Boy Brewing. I haven't gotten there in a while. been too long. I need to get there. I'm hungry for their ham pizza. Sportaculture, Vision Comics with an X, HumanHeadNYC.com, and SteakhouseSports.com. I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feast, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.